0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Just a quick note before we get started with today's episode. This podcast is supported by the amazing team at TRX. Their suspension trainers are designed for pros and built for everybody to use wherever you are. I see these in high-end gyms and the homes of trainers, coaches, and fitness enthusiasts like me all over the world. The TRX app contains more than a thousand videos to train you at your level and improve you every day. TRX is the world's most versatile, affordable, and effective gym, and we're happy and proud that they're sponsoring the Quality of Life podcast. Hello, me, Rahm Harag, the youngest Arab and the first Saudi woman to climb Everest and the Seven Summits. We speak to the biggest themes in fitness, sports, health, and nutrition in the GCC and the world. And today we're meeting Camilla. Camilla Alicia is a personal trainer, professional performer, actor, dancer, teacher, and choreographer. Working with a range of ages and ability, she is passionate about keeping mentally and physically fit. Camilla, thank you so much for being with us. By the way, I love your name. Thank yeah, you. I think it's, very, uh, I think it's, it's from another, another era. It always gives people that sense of, you know, romantic. You know, all the Camillas are very beautiful and very elegant. Uh, beautiful name. Oh, thank um, you so much. <laughs> I'm very curious to know about your story. A lot of the listeners as well are going to be delighted to hear from you. But first, I want to know something very simple yet complex. Who has influenced you to be the person you are today?
1: So as cheesy as it probably will come across, um, my mum probably is a massive influence of cheesy. who I am. Yeah, I mean, I probably won't tell her that every day, <laughs> but um, she's a very strong lady and she's very much inspired me to be a strong, independent woman, really, and to also help others. So she's done a lot of work helping others as well.
0: Moms are never a cliche. I think it's a beautiful thing when a mom is uh, is 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 that person or that idol in your life. So I love that. Um, in addition to people, a lot of things influence us, uh, like movies or books or plays or podcasts or or you know or poems. So I'm very curious. Is there a book um, that has influenced you in a way, a book or anything like it that has influenced you?
1: So. I've had quite a lot of different books that have influenced me, but the one that's stuck out in the last few years is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Someone has suggested that to me. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Like it's just, it's a memoir of her life and it's really challenging the thoughts and perspectives of the readers to like really think about how they're living, if they're living authentically, if they're, you know, they're just doing what everyone's told them to do basically. So it's kind of challenging you to look at that. And I think it was a big wake up call, and reminder to myself, because I always felt like I lived on my own terms when I was younger. And then somewhere along the way, I changed and then I read this book and I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I'm not living how I thought I was. (laughs) So I recommend it as well. (laughs)
0: I love. I, th- I think it's serendipitous because while while I'm doing this podcast, I get so many book suggestions, and most of the time, they're books people have suggested to me, and then someone says it in the podcast. So I always think it's a sign for me to read that book. Um, definitely, I think it's it's uh, it resonated with a lot of my friends. So I, I, I'm very curious to to read it. Can you please share with us what do you think is the definition of quality of life to you? What what would you dis-
1: describe it as? How would you define it? So quality of life means to me making sure that I have a real balance between my work and my social and relationships and everything is sort of working in tandem um because I've had times when probably one has overtaken the other and it's probably not been healthy so quality of life is really making sure that everything is working in harmony and that it's true to who I am promoting wellness as well as like spiritually and I'm sort of getting all my needs met as well it's quite it's quite a lot <laughs> high expectations for my quality of life but I think it's important that your quality of life reflects where you want to be
0: yeah it it's a it's an easy question to to a very complicated matter like ooh, ooh, quality of life goes through so many so many different layers so I can't I can't imagine it being a simple answer even if it's a simple answer, the, the solution is never simple. So I, I get what you mean.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's quite, a, you know, when you think about your quality of life, because I've had times which have been a, a harder, and my quality of life wasn't great, because I was working lots, or I didn't have the money to do things, especially when I was younger. Yeah, it, it, it really depends on so many factors, quality of life, actually.
0: You mentioned that you read a lot. But I'm curious to know, what's your day to day? Like what's it, what's a typical Camilla day-to-day? In, for example, in my case, I have days that I'm, I'm very active and then I have days that are very structured and then I have days that are absolute chaos. So you can tell me an example of either day, like a structured day or
1: one of those random days. I'm curious to know both. Um, well, yeah, because yeah, I'm self-employed, sometimes I'm really busy and then sometimes I'm not. So I guess a, a general day, week to week, when I'm teaching and coaching a lot, um I get up early in the morning so for me early is like seven o'clock
0: okay okay in 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 the GCs that's early GCC that's early that's very early is it oh yeah
1: so for me that's early I have friends and and fellow trainers as well that will get up at like five I'm just I just can't do it but oh Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. The power, like people talk about the power hour at five o'clock and I'm like, I just can't. I just, (laughs) I I need to sleep. sleep. It's more important. But at seven o'clock, get up, have um, breakfast, do some journaling. Um, I try to do like a gratitude journal every morning. That's nice. It's a recent thing in the last few months that I've sort of picked up and it's really, really, I found helpful to like set my day up and then I'll go and train a couple of clients in the morning then I'll come home have lunch and then I'll usually go back out in the afternoon and train or teach dance or choreograph or whoever I'm working with that day so that's kind of a general day I have time in the middle of the day where it's just free so I get to do stuff for myself which is lovely like work out or read or you
0: mentioned breakfast and lunch and of course food is a very important part of of anyone's uh, lifestyle anyone's diet I would love to know what's uh, cheat meal what's your go to what's your you know the meal that um <laughs> if you just want to say i'm going to have a day for me what would that meal be and let's be
1: honest we want honesty i love thai food oh oh i love it i don't know if it's a cheat meal i don't know if, i I, call, I don't know it's not i don't know if it's a cheat meal really but i love it so much i can eat thai food every day why i don't know it's spices it. um i like pad thai so probably the, it's not that spicy but um, I get this chicken pad thai or, like rice flat noodles oh, oh my god I could actually eat it every day if I if I could
0: <laughs> I think you're the first person I interviewed that really likes Thai food really? I get all types of food but Thai food that's do, can you cook
1: it no I usually just get takeout I'm, I'm terrible but it's it's so amazing <laughs>
0: Take out. Uh, what's your diet like? I mean, we know you like Thai food as a as a as a cheat
1: meal, but what's your diet like? Let's say an ideal diet for you. So I would say I'm actually very balanced. I, I do try to eat lots of vegetables, and I love avocados and salmon and chicken and rice. And I do, but then I love a lasagna. We have lasagna a lot. Um, Who doesn't lasagna? Yeah. Jacket potatoes, and then I'll have a a very traditional um, Sunday roast on a Sunday in England. Um, so I would say I'm I'm pretty balanced, really.
0: It's nice that you 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 you, you are literally balanced. You you don't feel like you you you're depriving or craving or or. You know, that's a very good, uh, I think, because some people misunderstand what it means to be balanced. It's not necessarily just depraving yourself all the time. And it's not necessarily being gluttonous all the time. It's it's finding that balance that works with your system, works with your, your, your intake and outtake. So I, I like that you mentioned that, especially that you're in the world of wellness, because a lot of people misunderstand. You don't have to always be miserable when it comes to food. No, not at all. Not at all. Speaking of wellness, what's your approach to wellness? Do you meditate uh, what's your mentality? Is it holistic? Is it more you know what where would you place yourself in that spectrum?
1: I see sort of wellness as an ongoing project <laughs> and process because I think it's something that I have to really maintain and make sure it works within my lifestyle so adopt things that I know will work and that I'll keep doing because I have this habit of like finding something a craze or a trend and go okay I really want to do that I got really into cold water plunging Mm -hmm. um I didn't keep it up that long but obviously England's cold so (laughs) so for me yeah so I was just like I just you know just couldn't keep it up but I tried to like now make journaling like gratitude journaling, particularly a massive part. Go for that's walks. a new one for me. Gratitude journaling—that's interesting. Is it? um oh, mm. so I—I got advised. I don't know by a counselor, and also by friends as well, who found it really helpful. And then, like, it was fate. I got given a gratitude book at an event I went to, and I was like, right, well, this is just all—it's it. just all aligned.
0: No, it's sometimes. You know, you have to be given the opportunity to try it. How long have you been doing it?
1: Uh, probably three or four months now. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it has really, it's shifted my mood for the day and definitely made me focus on like positives in a day rather than like, oh, I have to go do this today. More like, oh, I've got this to do okay. today. I'm
0: going to check it out. Yeah. Speaking of positives and, and being, you know, uh, aware of, of the positive and the good side of life, I'm very... I'm very uh, interested to know what would you think what would you say is something that you're the most proud of what would you say if if you could end your j- journaling book with one paragraph of something that you're most proud of what would that paragraph be
1: so probably the most thing I'm most proud of right now so far <laughs> in my journey um I went to work out in Germany and I was in a musical Mamma Mia in the German dialect, so I had to learn German. What? Yeah, <laughs> so I had to see I learned German, and I was only one of four English people in the cast. So it was an international cast so with people all around the world. And that's awesome. I, I wow, well, it was absolutely terrifying when I got there. So I did the first few days go. What have I done? Um, because I didn't speak German. And how does one end up in a German Mama Mia? exactly um I went for the audition thinking I'd never get it and then I got it and it was just mental and I didn't really think it through really and then I got there and then the first few days when a lot of the rehearsals were in German I was like what have I done this is so hard but do you speak German which means very little very Um, little very little um I could get by now, I can get by, but because it was an international cast, the common language was English, so it made me very lazy in the year tour, because I was on a year tour with everybody around Germany, Austria and Switzerland, but it was such an incredible experience because it pushed me out of my comfort zone, it Ah, made me adapt to a whole new life and world of people and industry of people, and I kind of went after I finished it, I kind of like, wow, like, you know, little Camilla would be like, whoa, like, how did you do that? So it is kind of one of my proudest moments.
0: Yeah. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Um, I imagine there are lots of challenges besides the language. So can you please share with us what's what's the biggest challenge you've come across um, in your career? What do you think would be the biggest
1: challenge? In the performing, in my performance, because I, I obviously do performing, um, in that career, it's been just keeping yourself positive and motivated and, you know, you've got to face a lot of rejection. Um, in my fitness career, it's probably being taken seriously, especially by the opposite sex. <laughs> um, mm. And I was just going to say, as a woman, I'm sure that's... yeah Um, because I train obviously I train people and I don't train that many men I do a few but it's just like being taken seriously because obviously you know I like I can lift weights I can do all that stuff I'm very knowledgeable so I guess in that respect that's been the hardest in that industry. I can
0: imagine but mashallah you're very successful so I feel like every successful person has some sort of mantra sort some sort of mentality or, or know, mindset so what would you say your successful mindset is or
1: mantra it's sort of two combined really so happiness is the motive so that's definitely I kind of say that to myself all the time when I when I think about what I'm doing I'm like is this making me happy is this gonna be bring me happiness because I've done a lot of things that haven't brought me happiness so I now look at that as success more than anything because I think if you're happy then you're more likely to accumulate more success so keeping yourself and obviously i'm not saying you need to have like fake happiness or positivity as well but it's just making sure that it aligns with like your happiness and then the other part is i think this is probably quite a common one what's meant for you won't pass you by that one really because of all the rejection and all the things that um, i haven't got or, or haven't succeeded in i've had to really learn that actually they've redirected me to something that was meant for me and something that was probably going to challenge me more because years ago I I lost a a really big gig that I really wanted and then I ended up in a German musical instead so you know you just don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yes for every door that closes a window opens I feel every time I, I whenever I get really frustrated by something and I recently got super frustrated by by competition I just remind myself that it's I can learn from the, from, you know, the situation and I can learn to be better, but I cannot let it get to me. I cannot let it take me down. I can't let it um, take, get the better of me. I can't, because then I had really lost. Then, then, then you really lost the, You lost the gig and you lost lesson and you lost. So I always try to, and it's so painful. It's so easy to say from like a, from another perspective, but when you're in it, it's, it's hard to remind yourself that sometimes a loss is, is a lesson that's meant to be learned. I, I, I call it life tax. Yeah. So I call hard, it life too. tax. I like that. So I say, I always tell myself, well, you had to pay it. It's something that you had to pay. It paid, it pushed away, in Arabic I'm saying Sad uh, shar, like it pushed away something bad that you didn't see. Um, that's why I didn't get it. Because you're like, I wanted it. It's something that I really wanted. I'm a good person. Why didn't I get it at the same time? You don't know what this thing might have gotten. It might have gotten something bad for you. So I try to sleep well, <laughs> reminding myself of this. So yeah, no, I can I like totally that. relate. Life yeah, tax. it's life tax. <laughs> um, the region is going through so much change um, in general, uh, and specifically in sports, and even more specifically in Saudi Arabia. Um, so I would—I'm just curious to know if you have any thoughts about what's happening or. or the, positive changes that's happening in Saudi if you have any input on this um, very briefly
1: um I think I mean I think it's great that you guys have had so much change and positive change as well because you know I think everywhere should have that opportunity I guess in a way I hope that we can connect more I love that we're doing this like this is great like um I hope the west can connect more with the east and have events
0: yeah I think the last uh, five or six years uh, Saudi has really done a great job in trying to 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 change the mindset and to trying to lift you know the the, the skirt curtain people had about the Middle East and Saudi Arabia and for people to realize that it's a beautiful country with amazing people and a lot of potential um even even more potential women's sports than men in my opinion And I think that there's wow. a lot more yeah. you know especially in fitness because it's uh it's become it's become a lifestyle like fitness has become more of a lifestyle for women. It's more, it, it's a bit less so for men. I feel like it's more sports and more like, it's, it hasn't changed as much for men, but I feel like for women, it's become like in the forefront of a woman's, you know, uh, routine, which is amazing. It, it wasn't like that before. Yeah. So there's lots of room for 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 the new generation to, to, to learn, to, to expand their knowledge and hopefully uh, compete in the world stage at some point when it comes to different sports. Me being a sports, not immediately, I think,
1: sports. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's changing awesome. um, slow No, I'd love, I'd love to come over and see it. And We would love experience. to have you. Just not in the summer. Just yes. like how Europe is really cold in winter.
0: We're very hot in the summer. So let's do an exchange program. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go to you guys. <laughs> when it's hot here, we'll go to you. It's cold there. you guys can come to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know what's next for you personally. As
1: coming up, what's next for you? Well, actually, next year I, I'm going to New Zealand in January. That's fun. Oh, have you been before? No, so I'm very excited. So, <gasps> it's beautiful. What city are you going to? Auckland.
0: Oh wow! You have to go to Auckland, and then if you can go out. Mm-hmm. of Auckland you have to go to uh Christchurch or or South South and Greymouth because it's
1: just so diverse and beautiful oh I hope I mean I hope I get a chance I've really got two what weeks. are you going there for um visiting people I know and just meeting people uh, so it's only a two-week trip unfortunately That's um nice but I'm very excited um so I'm doing I'm that excited for you Oh, I, I'm just yeah, it's so far away, but I'm just yeah, I was so excited.
0: What's your advice um
1: that you would give to someone who's listening to the podcast that you think might be helpful? Be yourself and be true mm-hmm. to yourself. It, um if you feel something or a gut feeling, try and go with it. Because you do know, like you do know you're in yourself. And I, I definitely ignored. A lot of my gut feelings because I, I felt I had to do what others wanted me to do. Mm. Um, so be yourself. Do what you want to do. Simple, but very, very deep and very profound. Camilla, before we
0: go, it would be a crime if I don't ask you to please give me one short rendition for Mamma Mia. In oh, my, my God.
1: One small. <laughs> you Germany. have to.
0: Okay. Of course. You You must give us a small rendition
1: has Oh my gosh, I am probably absolutely all right. Come on, next line. Come on, one more, one Any more. This here. Oh the with Und me, person. I'm very sorry if you're listening because I probably <laughs> Come just on, get to the hook. Get to the everything. hook. Get the hook. Mama mia. lost. Baby, can't say my malzine? Mamma mia, it's this hot sauce. Baby, it has to Yay! <laughs>
0: Bravo, come here. Thank you, Oh, you do know German. Just two words, and yeah. then the rest I can't say on air. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Camilla, it was such a pleasure to to have this conversation with you you're, you're a ray of light i i love the diversity in your journey and how you go with your soul you go where where your soul calls you you're very um in tuned and in touch with your happiness which is something that a lot of people unfortunately don't have a lot of a lot of people lose that sense of um doing doing things for the sake of of happiness And a lot of people misunderstand because happiness can be misconstrued as a temporary happiness, getting something that's temporary. But no, deep, deep happiness that makes you sleep better, that makes you smile, that makes you glow in a certain way. So I love that about you. And I hope to see you in the next uh, uh, play. God knows where. Um, And I wish you all the luck and, uh, you know. Have an amazing journey in in, in in New Zealand. Thank
1: you so much, Haru. Thank having. you, Camilla. My pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Quality of Life podcast, hosted by me Ram Harrag, and produced by Pineapple Audio Production. Please follow us and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And keep listening every Friday morning and Tuesdays for our mini bonus episodes.